This week on the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. <laughs> did you know? Did you know that a special, uh, uh, special advocate for that movie was Dan Schneider? No, the, the parent, it was called the Parent Trap because Lindsay Lohan was actually playing a boy the entire time. I don't think that's PC, bro. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. All right, you can't say trap anymore. Uh, the, the term I've seen that I really like is bussy bait. I really don't think that's different. I'm pretty sure that's a synonym. I'm pretty sure that's literally a synonym. Are you aren't all slurs technically synonyms? Though? I don't know, but if you're saying They're I can't say synonyms, uh, but but you're saying I can't say trap, so I'm gonna call them bait. Kids, it's time for the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. Of the two words, you chose the the less cool of the two words. Silver's so cool, dude. It's worth way more than hawks. Hawks are the, awesome. On, they're awesome, but they're not worth much. No. Dude, I'm all about that grind, all about that money. But hawks are real. <laughs> <laughs> As like ghost of responses that, but then I thought like, wait, <laughs> I didn't have to think about it for a second. What what does that possibly mean that silver's not real? And what and what concepts? <laughs> the silver standard is dead, Morgan. The silver standard. That's how I live my life. Second best. All silver is gone. That necklace you bought your girlfriend and your mistress. Not real silver. Actually, plat uh, uh, titanium. You fool! It's cr Listen, man. It's if chromium. I could afford one for if I could afford one for each of them, I would have. But they have to share it. Okay. <laughs> they get it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then alternating weekends. That was an awkward conversation where I had to sit them down, introduce each other uh -huh. for the first time. That I was cheating on both of them, and I had gotten a necklace because I'm nice, because I'm a good guy, because th I'm thoughtful. Yeah, and then they were pissy about it. Fucking women. They can't... They, they always, like, hang on to the past, you know? They don't look towards the future. No. And then, like, uh, you try and set up a thing, and it's like, I mean, my parents took custody of me on these alternating days, so why can't you? I just want... I, it, it worked then. It, it, it went great, and now I'm a totally stable adult, healthy of managing two relationships at the same time. Yeah. Both stable, and, and your home environment definitely stable. I can't afford two silver necklaces, but, you know... You're so stationary. The economy. The economy. <laughs> shambles. It's in shambles, you know. Good morning, guys. Gather me pals. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Cartoon Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse, alongside my co-host, Morgan. Morgan. That was a long, that was a long preamble thing. That's definitely I know, but all of it, all, but all of it was solid silver. You cut out. Your webcam cut off. Beautiful. Why does that keep happening? Beautiful silver. Don't fucking don't bring it up. You cut just don't talk about it. Okay. Why would you talk okay. about it? The thing that the audience can't see. I'm just gonna sit here and eat my cornbread while you while you talk. Well, at least your cornbread's cooked. So this week, well, 
before we get into the episode we watched, let's let's. I just have a question. Um, we've we've been gone for like a hot minute. Do we want to do we want to explain a little bit why we've been gone for like two months? Yeah, I think that sounds pertinent. I got COVID for some furries. <laughs> I got poisoned <laughs> by furries. You had that month long furry COVID. Yeah. No. Listen, furry uh, COVID's that's different. Going around. It hits. Different. It hit different though. Dude. I'm sorry to hear it. I told you. I told you that Arctic Fox didn't look clean. I you told mean Sonic you Fox? That. Sonic Arctic Fo- Fox? No, Arctic Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox's like the- disabled cousin? No, I, just that's the animal they picked. Oh, okay. That's an animal that exists. But Sonic Fox is also a furry. I feel like any kind of fox or wolf is just classic furry bait. God was real. God was really on something when he was making furry bait animals like wolves. The idea that we can look at an animal that's existed for millennia and just declare it the entire timeline of that animal as furry bait. Like a caveman saw a fox and went like, well, I bet the wolf, I bet the, I bet the foxes are like, well, I knew I was hot shit. It's just society catching up. Okay. But you know what? The standards have changed. Cave people did kill them, skin them, and then wear their fur. So really. They were literally inside them the entire time. So, so really, like, you know what they say, nothing feels better. That was furry. Those were furry costumes. That's true. Nothing feels better than the inside of a wolf. That's what they said. God. That's what all the cavemen said all the time. It was on their bumper plates. Yeah, it was on Fre- uh, Fred Flintstone's bumper, bumper plate on their on their two feet cars. <laughs> so, uh, no, okay, so now to casually take us from five thousand BC to five thousand whatever the fuck to now, five thousand years from now, we watched an episode or a series of episodes in a show called Silverhawks. <laughs> They fly on silver wings. They fight with nerves of steel, partly metal, partly real. They are the Silver Hawks. Born of a time beyond time, they sacrifice their human bodies, modified to withstand the stress of their long journey through space to the galaxy of Limbo sent there to defend the universe against the terrible Monstar and his intergalactic mob. Yes, ma'am. Buzzsaw. Mumbo-jumbo. Windhammer. Molecular. Poker face. Hardware. And the musical madness of Melodia. Silver Hawks, their leader, Quicksilver, and his companion, Tally Hawk. The invincible spy satellites and interceptor. The tough-as-nails super twins, Steelheart and Steel Will, true to their names in heart, soul, and spirit. Bluegrass, guitar-picking ace pilot of their incredible ship, the Mirage. And from the planet of the mines, the Copper Kid. Their commander, Stargazer, directs the team from his orbiting headquarters, Hawk Haven. The Silver Hawks, the first super androids with the minds of men and the muscles of machines. is a show about space crime fighters with a chrome kind of bird theme. So the only I brought this show to Jesse. I put it on because, my desk. Yes. Because recently there's another show that exists called um, Solar Opposites made by Justin Royal and it's airing on uh, Hulu. Um, 
It's kind of like an offshoot of like the zany sci-fi humor of Rick and Morty, but without all Dan Harmon's pathos, it's just Justin Roiland, right? Yeah. Nobody else works on the show. No animators, no other voices. It's just Justin Roiland. It's just him in a booth. Oh, uh, exactly. Um, and he they recently had an episode about these guys called Silver Cops. Um, and they made it very clear in the episode, they did a bunch of Green Lantern jokes because they kind of, they made this concept very Green Lantern-y. Um, and the way they did it was very Green Lantern-y. And, and so, and they even like call that out. Like they said, oh, so you guys are like the Green Lantern. It's like, no, that we're nothing like that. I've never heard of that in my life. Anyways, this is the giant, uh, power battery that we have to recite the oath to, to charge our power suits. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um. However, this is not a direct reference to Green Lanterns. This show, this is a this show is a rip on uh, uh, Silverhawks. Is a rip. That episode is a rip on Silverhawks. Uh, another uh, like an '80s cartoon, which might be the most quintessentially '80s thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. But it's certainly something no one's ever heard of, right? No, I don't. I've never heard anybody talk about it outside the reference of the show. Yeah, it's. Like I said earlier, Silverhawks is a show about a group of space crime fighting space soldiers in space, named after the most alien creature known to man, Hawks. All the characters they do have. Kind of, yeah, go ahead. They do have a straight up Hawk, just like in also a silver suit. They do. Put a pin in that. <laughs> All the characters look like their designs are bad. Uh, what they look like, they look like diecast versions of themselves before they got like a second pass on colors, you know? Like, like so, when I say they're silver, they're just like it's just it's it's a mo- it's a singular color. They're all wearing kind of cyborg suits, but they're not. How do I explain this? They're all like covered in silver, uh-huh. and they're kind of robotic, except for their one right arm. They each have like a free right arm for some reason. The jerk arm. The idea that is says in the show is that they're all they're all basically uh, Wolverine replaced. With like silver bones and shit, yeah. all their organs—they're basically robots now. No, it's except for their faces and their right arms, and so they don't even have—they don't have hair. They have no. Sil- they kind of have hair. Yes. So their silver suits wrap around their entire bodies, including uh, up to their like chin line and over their head, right up to their forehead, and uh, and they chose to give some of the characters like a hairline that's attached to their suit. Yeah. But it's it's not even just a hairline. You can see the details in their hair. Like it's as though they just like sprayed their hair with a silver that hardened, right? So like you can tell the exact like quaff of the main character's hair. Yes. It's not like a helmet. It just is the shape of their head. Literally, someone drew these characters and just took a, like a sharpie or something and then scratched them green or like a highlighter or something or or yeah, highlight them all silver. They're they're. It's boring, and they don't look Super good. bad. They're not a, three, three of the five of them are the blandest motherfuckers. They're not interesting at all. Yeah. And then, so what are their names? Okay. Do we want to go through that? Yeah, let's let's talk about the team. So the team, uh, let's start from the top, right? We got Commander Stargazer. He's basically the Professor X of the team, right? He brings the Silverhawks together and sends them out into missions, generally keeps an eye on things, and has maybe the least enthused voice actor of this entire show, which is the stiff competition. Continue transmission, Commander Stargazer. At 13.40, intergalactic standard time, Monstar, universal public enemy number one, return to the penal planet and... Freed a group of the most dangerous criminals in this or any other galaxy. You getting all of this, or am I just talking to myself? He straight up delivers lines, and I swear he's drunk. He's like laughing <laughs> mid lines, break, trying to get them out because they sound so stupid. And then the few times he's not drunk, you can hear where the line breaks are. But he's great because he straight up looks like he was ripped from J. Jonah Jameson. He's so they have this straight up huge hawk shaped silver base on like just a floating asteroid right yeah i think it's is it even is it on an asteroid i thought it was just a floating ship in space 
Yeah. Um, and the whole thing is silver. And they make it a point to go through all this chrome uh, Squidward future like base like three times and loop around it when they first enter this place. Nah. And until so they reach a fucking wood door from the fucking 60s <laughs> United right. States. And they enter it and it's just a fucking like like cops, uh, like chief cop uh, business room. It is. It's just an off regular fucking office. It is a thousand percent a, a background that was made for a different show. Was went unused, and whoever made the show just took it and went like, "We'll take this. We'll find a way." So they, gi- so they give uh, Stargazer uh, fucking uh, suspenders, uh, regular uh, pants, and and dress shirt, and put that over his golden body with the cy- with a cyborg. His eye. cyborg arm, and he has half his face is cy- uh, cybernetic with like a, a telescoping eye. Yeah. He's he I his his design his existence isn't is bad. funny. His existence is funny. His exist it's really funny to me this character existing. Uh, next we have Quicksilver. No, not that one. Uh, the field leader of the Silverhawks, and much like many leading anime protagonists, has no discernible personality whatsoever. Isn't his name like John Quicksilver? I think it was. Li- I think it might literally actually be john quicksilver like i think it is just john or i think as much as it's just john silver but like or that maybe that was a joke i made i'm i'm a little lost in that but the, just naming your main character john has become such a meme right but that's not because fair to levy like, that against just, the 80s it's not but, but the idea funny. that like it's like well we want him to be an everyman right so we'll name him john the most common name in the world wrong he should be named muhammad if you're trying to to hit the most people possible i'm sorry did i say his name was john silver i was wrong that was that was a stupid mistake of me to make his name is actually jonathan quick jonathan quick and his code name is quicksilver yeah, right yes correct that's what it is they have code names he, even in the wikipedia article about this show there is so little written about him that it ends by saying, quote, his armor is silver in color. <laughs> Unique to him. Wikipedia has so little to say about this guy who His should. armor is silver in <laughs> His armor is silver in color. Uh, fucking the, uh, what's his face? Johnny Football over here. His, his armor is light gray in color. <laughs> and his sister's armor is actually a very, very deep blue. And and uh, fucking bluegrass. His his costume is a really really dark eggshell white. <laughs> but Wikipedia has so little to say about this guy, who should be the most important character in the show, that it has to point out the color of his armor as the leader we, of the Silverhawks is on brand. We watched four episodes of this, and he's had the least lines. There's a straight up mime character in this, <laughs> and he has more lines. <laughs> okay, let's, we'll get. Let's get there. Unironically. Uh, next up, we have Steelheart and Steel Will, a fraternal twin sibling duo who have the most sexual tension of any characters of this entire show. <laughs> they touch a lot. Oh my they god, it's upsetting. Uh, both of them are unique because, unlike the others, have artificial hearts. So. They're androids, I guess. Like they, they, yeah, they, they mention that in the first episode. It doesn't matter, appearingly ever, but they do have no, artificial if hearts. You're, if you're an or, if you're a living organism beforehand, Dragon Ball fucked the term. If you're a living organism beforehand, you cannot be an android. An android is always a robot and always will be a robot. Mm. I don't think you can edit a person so much that they're basically an android and, and less cyborg. Well, Steelheart and Steel Will, no matter what, are less human than the rest of the cast, which maybe uh, attributes to their inability to read the room and not play hanky-panky under the table in several scenes kind of actually happened. Kind of, <laughs> kind of, sort of not exaggerating that a little bit. It's 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 it, they're weirdly horny and they're just always giving each other looks. It's it's yeah, it's interesting yeah, yeah. and it's it's interesting. Uh, it's an interesting take on the idea of they were ahead of their time with the idea of siblings uh-huh. in the show. If if they were step siblings, this would be this would be groundbreaking. We're step twins. It's all right. Step twins. <laughs> okay. Our parents got divorced and remarried, and now it's okay. In the eyes of the Lord. <laughs> In the eyes of the Lord. They got divorced, took one kid each. We we begged the... the, the Wait, is that the plot you know? to the parent that, trap? The, the, I was just going to say that was the inciting incident in the parent trap. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lindsay Lohan bangs herself. 
Okay. Problematic movie when you think about it. Looking back, crazy choice. <laughs> bold. Bold for Disney Channel. <laughs> did you know did you know that a special uh uh special advocate for that movie was Dan Schneider? No, the parent <laughs> It was called The Parent Trap because Lindsay Lohan was actually playing a boy the entire time. I don't think that's PC, bro. <laughs> I don't think you can say that. All right. You can't say trap anymore. Uh, the, the term I've seen that I really like is bussy bait. I really don't think that's different. I'm pretty sure that's a synonym. I'm pretty sure that's literally a synonym. Are you ta- aren't all slurs technically synonyms? Though? I don't know. But if you're saying I They're can't say... synonyms. Uh, but, but you're saying I can't say trap, so I'm going to call them bait. <laughs> I think that's literally a synonym. It's not. It's not. It's not attributed to all trans people. It's specifically an animator. Speci- okay, a- anime, as we know, unproblematic. Never. It has never produced a problem. Morgan loves. Uh. Uh. What's that? Uh. Seven Deadly Sins. Okay, but Mister <laughs> Mister Mister, I got COVID from fucking seventeen furries. Okay, the seventeen furries were there. I wasn't fucking them. They were there. They're there, watching them fuck. Just wait next month until I get monkeypox from a bunch of like from a bunch of Smash players or some shit. Wow. Okay, so here's where we start getting a little weird with the characters. Uh, right, right <laughs> here, right now. So next up, we have the Copper Kid, the youngest and most not from Earth member of the Silverhawks, which you can the most not notably the least from Earth. True, and you can tell <laughs> that immediately. Uh, good character design by the fact that his armor is more brown and he looks like the child version of Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter, which is a lot of words I probably just said wrong. It's not true. He looks like a who from uh, from who? Whoville. He kind of does exactly. look like a who. He he does look like a little who, but like with face paint, like with white <laughs> face paint. Yeah. And uh, he's like he's a clown who, and uh, he's from the planet of the mimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> from the planet of the mimes. So they're like, oh, the, introducing your team: John Quicksilver, f- uh, fucking Iron Will, and in so, Steel Hearts, and Copper Kid from the planet of the fucking mimes. It, it's what? real left field. And now, what you're probably assuming, listener, is, okay, a character from the planet of the mimes, is this just because they didn't want to hire another voice actor? You could not be more wrong and stupid and ugly, listener. Let me tell you, the Copper Kid, unironically, has more lines in the show than Quicksilver, Steelheart, and Steelwill combined. In fact, I think we should splice in some of his lines right here, because I can't explain in words what he sounds like. Besides, like, just straight up R2-D2. Silverhawks, sound off one, two, sound off three. Prepare to launch. And so the only way he speaks is by putting a, he's basically whistling. Ah. He's basically whistling (laughs) auto-tune. And he puts fingers in his mouth and then just blows into it and then noises come out. It's like if you gave R2-D2 a harmonica. Um, he also seems to be the only one Which is not a mime Which is not a mime (laughs) A mime just doesn't straight up not talk This isn't your traditional Christian mime (laughs) And and what else is weird He has a unique weapon We haven't even talked about our weapons yet We'll get to it maybe But he's got these like discs on his side That he can throw like frisbees That no one else has And I don't know if it's like, like if It's just like a weird circus thing like, are they trying it's to, like, crazy. Dick Grayson him or, or something? That that he and the next character are the only ones who have the most lines. They're the main characters. Clearly the most, they're, the, they're, they're most well thought out. And they have, they're the only ones with, like, interesting, like, weapons. They're the yeah. only ones who have unique weapons. Everyone else is fucking boring. The next character being Bluegrass, the- a space cowboy with an electric guitar. That's it. That's the character. Right. If that sounds familiar, then you may have watched the episode of Solar Opposites. Wherein the Silver Cops are led by a cowboy-hatted, um, guitar-playing, uh, southern dude. He's a direct, like, uh, joke at this show's expense. <laughs> a direct reference. Uh, and and he and Bluegrass is by far the best character <laughs> in, in on this team. He absolutely he, is. He, but he's also very yeah. polnareff in that he's... he's they they tell us repeatedly that Quicksilver is the leader, but Bluegrass is the main character. He's the pilot 
of the silver hawk i i don't know why not just call it the silver hawk they're all silver hawks the ship is called the silver hawk their base is called the silver hawk because it's a silver hawk it's it's the uh their hawk pet that's a silver hawk that's silver hawk the ship is called the ship is called the mirage oh yeah because it shoots a laser at itself to turn part of it invisible which has a name that bluegrass calls hot licks that's that okay. That rules. Listen, the more <laughs> I learn about bluegrass, the more I actually un, un, unironically love him. Yeah, so bluegrass is unique because if you're watching this for the first time, like Morgan and I were, and you and the, the you know the title sequence shows up first, you see all these people in their dog shit looking outfits, their silver garbage, and then there's bluegrass who from the neck down is in the same silver garbage, but has a red bandana around his neck and a cowboy hat and a guitar. Yeah, in the intro sequence, he just tips his hat and just fucking wails on the guitar, and it's awesome. It is so unbelievably out of left field. There is nothing that could prepare you for that. This character appearing, he looks like he's from a different show entirely. He his guitar, you may have guessed, is also his gun. It is a laser Thank you gun, very much. Which is only the second, which is one of the two guitar guns in this show. It's not one of one. Somehow, some way. Yes. Um. And as so, as Morgan had mentioned, yes, there is a hawk sidekick. Oh yeah, I was gonna say so. You've met the entire cast, but that's not true that's, because no. they have a hawk who who's basically just a smartphone they sent out to uh, like shoot laser images. Yeah, at them. it's just a hawk where it's like the same kind of silver shit. Its name is Tally Hawk. <laughs> that, that's its name. That's its name. That's just what it is. Um, I now. I'd like I would I also would go through the villain cast in depth, but there's so many. Well, of wait, them. I want to say something about okay. I want to say something about Tally Hawk hey, is shoot. that he's their he's their scout. They say because yes. they they'll send him out and he'll just fly through space because they're in space. If you recall, uh-huh. you you might forget it about it for, uh, from the amount of gravity that is constantly apparent. They're falling down a lot, which is a funny they sentence. They always about space. fall. They always fall. Morgan keeps saying. And they, ha- they, they all have wingsuits. Instead of just rocket boots, they have wingsuits, and they fucking glide everywhere, and they keep getting blown out of the sky, and then fall. It kept in happening. All of space. It kept happening, and Morgan keeps going, where, how, where are they falling? And I keep responding, down. This show ends with space trivia every episode it does, it does. to learn about space. They're like, did you know it rains diamonds on Neptune? <laughs> does it? Yes, <laughs> I guess you got six points to mime guy. <laughs> it, literally, the end of every episode is just the questions are the made Sonic up and the says, points don't matter. It's Sonic says, and the the whole thing is that mime guy just wants to move up the corporate ladder, so he's training with. Uh, he's trying to get a certificate. Uh, B- Bluegrass, who's also why is he named Bluegrass? He's a country guy. It's, it, shut up! It's the eighties. There wasn't there wasn't a split yet in that genre of music in the eighties. Okay, okay. This is no. Um, and and he trains them and gives them like trivia questions, like for six point. Here, I'm just gonna splice it in. <laughs> Take a look at this. Now I'm gonna ask you two questions. You score points for each one you get right, and the better you do, the quicker you'll learn to fly the Mirage. Okay. Okay. Now three points if you can name this planet, the third one out from the sun. Earth. Hey, that's right. You got it. Three points. That's pretty good, kid. Now, here's the second and last question for today. It's worth three points. So tell me, what is the nearest planet to the sun? Mercury. All right, kid. That's three points. And that's six for six. Not bad for a kid from another galaxy. I'll tell you what we do. When we get to Limbo, there's a simulator up there on Hawk Haven. I'll teach you all there is to know about the universe, and if you score high enough, you qualify for flight training. Is it a deal? For six points, how big is Uranus? <laughs> <laughs> Silver Hawks! Okay, now, I, I'd like to go through the villain cast in depth, but there's so many of them. I'm just going to rattle off some names, and I swear to you, I swear to you on my mother's beautiful brown eyes that i'm not making up a single name i'm about to say okay all of these are a thousand percent real no jokes let's start <clears throat> monstar yes man hardware melodia windhammer molecular buzzsaw 
Poker Face, Mumbo Jumbo, Time Stopper, Zero the Memory Thief, Smiley, Dark Bird, Bounty Hunter, and Wikipedia decided this last one was important, so I must as well, Uncle Rattler. <laughs> uncle Rattler? That's got to be Bluegrass's uncle. There's no way that's not his uncle from Kansas. There's no fucking way. <laughs> You're close. It's not Bluegrass's uncle. It's Yes Man's uncle. What? <laughs> you gave Yes Man an uncle? So Yes Man is that character that has to be in every... First off, okay... 80s toy cartoon villains have got to be my favorite gender, dude. They're <laughs> always, like, so from... They just... They're never cohesive at all. Fucking He-Man had fucking Wolfman and, like, many faces. A dude that just had mm-hmm. eight faces. There's no cohesion. Like, the There's no, no binding element between their designs. It's literally, like... It's just, like, if... It, God, if Tumblr existed around this time, they'd just be pulling OCs left and right. Oh, the Tumblr like, sexy be a writer would be massive. To 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 be to to be able to put your OCs in just like anything. I just have these guys. I drew like fifteen years ago. I'll just slap them in as a villain. They're just now a character. Yeah, just show. like grab a page from your doodle book. Mumbo Jumbo. Guess who Mumbo Jumbo is? He's a fucking robot bull. Yeah, he's just a robot bull. There's no Mumbo or Jumbo about him. He's just a bull. No, there's Jumbo because he jumbos. He becomes bigger. I get, he oh, he does. He does embiggen. slightly. Slightly. He slightly embiggens. The truth in Biggins, the the smallest man or whatever. What's the the Simpsons? <laughs> now I'm surprised you didn't like. I'm surprised you didn't scream to stop me when I said the words zero the memory thief. Well, that's the coolest name in there. Of course it is, but it doesn't fit with any of the other names because it's cool. Well, like molecular doesn't even look like. So many of them don't even look like they're in the same show. No. Molecular doesn't look. I don't. Th- did we watch a single episode that had molecular in it? No, I, I'm I, I'm led to believe that he's not even real. That they just <laughs> the, didn't, the they intro didn't title the theme show. just gaslights us. <laughs> yeah, you love, but, oh, but like Poker Face is probably the best that we've seen amongst these characters. Poker Face is great. Oh my god! If Poker Face, if this was a popular show today, he would be the Tumblr. He's the Tumblr sexy here. man. Poker he's the Tumblr sexy man. No, he's just like King uh, King Dice and like fucking. Uh, he's just like so many different. He's just the poker guy. Who, um, His, uh, who runs a casino in space, yeah. who has slot machine eyes that I absolutely, I unironically love this guy's design. And because he'll slot, he'll slot machine eyes will uh, like slot machine to like An different symbols. And yeah. And they'll be, and, and they're like different depending on what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's had times where they're like question marks, O and K. Um, Exclamation And marks. then usually, the, yes. And then usually they're just like uh, card suits. Yeah, but, that um, and that's like not even necessarily a design that's like unique to the show. Designs of like characters with masks or eyes or something that change yeah. like like that do like that. Yeah. Like Kyle from uh, uh, Astral Chain, which is a reference that many people will get. That's why I went with it off the top of my head. It's good character design. <laughs> okay. It's fun. It's great. It's great, and he's uh and he's constantly like playing at odds with the. He's not like. He's constantly gun. He's like Starscream-ish in yeah. that he wants to be the main he's villain. Not, he doesn't, he's not a he crony, necessarily. He's well, not he a is, but he to wants Monstar. to like get out from under that. Yeah, he's not He's not loyal to Monstar. It seems like he's probably bankrolling Monstar Unlike, and his minions. You may be surprised here that Yes Man is way more loyal to Monstar. And Yes Man is that character that's in every fucking one of these who's just there to be like... Uh, yes, Commander Cobra. Uh-huh. Oh, no, wait, he doesn't go like that. Um, no, Cobra. Cobra's uh, villain is just start. Their their voices are just like reversed of um, uh, Starscream and uh, Megatron. Megatron. Yeah, they're always okay. You know, I was about to say that they always have the same two voices as the leaders, right? Uh-huh. In all these eighties cartoons, but these ones don't. To their credit. But they're bad. Yeah, so it I does, mean, like you the say, the voices that, are pretty rough. To their the credit, show. but like maybe, maybe when they had the same voices for all the shows, they were they were onto something. Maybe they were maybe they were right. Because okay. the alternative is this guy is Monstar, who speaks so slowly and so belabored that it it's it is a struggle to listen to, much like our podcast sometimes. They gotta they gotta fill the twenty minutes. I guess. <sighs> You know something, yes, man? Yes, boss. No, boss. I, I mean, what, boss? If you want to get anything done, you've got to.
to do it yourself. Prepare for transformation. <laughs> There's, uh, he has, Monstar has his own uh, magical girl transformation sequence. Yeah, um, which you which, don't even get. You don't even earn that. You see his character, and then he goes, "Man, I must gaze upon the the blood moon or some weird." No, thing? it is the, the moon, moon star. star. That's right, the, the moon, moon star. star. Yeah, I must gaze upon the moon star with mine the, eye patch. The show opens with him being trapped in, in, in uh, space jail. In a, in a, yeah, in space jail that they parked next to the moon star. Uh-huh. The only thing that gives him power and transforms him. And and just for like reference, Monstar isn't some like little jabroni looking dude. No, Monstar looks like a wildebeest. Yeah, he's his pretty base, rad looking, actually. His base design. Okay, how how do I make this reference work? His base design looks like Zarbon's last design, right? Like Zarbon's true fucking form or whatever the fuck when he gets I big, buff, looks- and ugly. He looks like, uh, kind of like, uh, oh man, what's Wolverine's Windigo? cousin's name? No, no, oh, the Wolverine's cousin. I don't know. The the he's like another Wolverine type guy. He was the villain in the in the first Wolverine movie or like X Men. Uh, oh, the big big like burly fucker. Yeah, it's not Timberwolf. It's like, fuck! It's another fucking badger guy. I don't fucking Honey know. Damn it, Honey Badger, huh? Wolver- honey Badger don't care. Wolverine versus Honey Badger. Would you believe- Wolverine villains? Look at it up. Would, to, would you to, believe that's just- the second time today I've heard a Honey Badger reference? Oh man. Uh, no. <laughs> the most recent season. Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Uh, yeah, that's right. The most recent season of Love, Death, like and Robots makes a Honey Badger reference, and it was weird. Oh yeah. Um, Did it land? Mm, I don't know. I don't think jo- it did. That but joke, I- Honey Badger. Honey Badger joke still uh, still fresh in the apocalyptic future. That's the thing. I don't think it landed, but I also think the point was not to land. Right? It's a weird situation to explain, but like I think it. I think it got the intended response from me. Um, okay. So there are also because we have yet more toys to sell. Weapon birds. What the fuck? We didn't see those. No. Like every other character gets their own unique. Like yeah. Every other character gets their own unique sidekick hawk. And I will now list off all of their names, and I will once again stress with extreme, extreme precision that I'm not making any of these up, okay? We already know of Tallyhawk, right? Then we have... I'm looking them up right now. Then we have Sideman, Razor, Stronghold, Mayday, Slybird, Gyro, Backlash, Tailspin, Jetstream, Sky Shadow, Prowler, Vulture, like Voltinture. Airshock. Wait, there aren't even this many characters. There aren't no, even no. this many characters on the team. Airshock, and I love this last one so much. Shredditor. Shredditor? Shredditor. Like the buff Redditor? Not sure. Now, I now what you just said, there's not this many characters on the team. You're right. Not all of these are hero birds. Some of these birds are villainous what? and work for the villains. What? Why? They're not Silverhawk. They're not bird themed. Yeah, so Monstar is uh, uh, weapon bird is Sky Shadow, who's actually a bat, but not a bird. But don't worry about that. Okay. Shredditor unfortunately goes to Buzzsaw. That's what that was. We did see that. <laughs> that's the but that's the bird cat thing that just shot the logo of the fucking of the Monstars to their computer screen, which transmitted the message. That's a sentence that I watched what you're talking about. And I don't even understand what you just said. Well, that's what they do. There's a fucking scout bird, fucking Tallyhawk. What he does is he sees a villain, and then he shoots the Silverhawk logo all the way back to the Silverhawks, and then they get it on, and it, like, literally flies onto their computer uh-huh. screen, and then it plays the video feed. It's like physically transporting holograms. It's it's so weird. Radio waves, uh, notably not been invented by the 80s. <laughs> How could... How could they have predicted such such radical technology? Oh man, but look at these toys though. Look at these toys. Um, now I I do. Oh god, those are some quality toys. Boy, is that sure plastic? Oh no. Oh man, if you thought Copper Kid looked bad before. Oh man, why does he's got a he's got a neck on him in this? <laughs> one. He's got that. He's that. He's got that glizzy. <laughs> I'm glad they all come with their birds. I, they come with their weapon birds, except for except for Bluegrass, who comes with his Bluegrass. hat and his and his guitar, with real hat wearing action. My God, Silver Hawks. Okay, 
No, I want to talk about something real quick. Okay. Silverhawks, a show that we have never heard of, had one season of 65 episodes. 65 episodes. Originally aired from September 8th, 1986 to December 5th of 1986. Now, Morgan, I know you're pulling out your Fire Force pinup calendar and your Hello Kitty calculator to try and do the math on this real quick. So let me just tell you, <laughs> the, day the days between September 8th, 1986 and December 5th of 1986 is 88 days. But if we subtract weekends where new episodes are not aired... That leaves us with, in the year of 1986, exactly 65 days. They aired an episode a day of this show for three straight months. First of all, it's a Hello Kitty abacus. I'm sorry. The, the, the webcam is fuzzy. Okay. And second, that's fucking crazy! What?! It's like a Steven Universe bomb It was if it was made by North Korea. <laughs> And yes, and Morgan, that, and I know what, your next that's what we that that's what we fear most in today's America, wow. the North Korea Steven Universe bomb. Yes, that's right. That they're testing on all these small islands. <laughs> they're they're like testing it just outside of South Korea to scare them. Rebe Rebecca Sugar, the, her poor creation being used as a weapon. How could this this would never happen? This would never happen. Now, I know your next question, and I will answer it. Yes, they did, in fact, air a new episode of Silverhawks on Thanksgiving. No, it was not about the copper that kid seems... learning about the holiday and subsequently trying to eat Tallyhawk. I was going to say, it seems uh, it seems like mixed messaging here that birds are our friends. and uh, Not food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the episode? Was there a Thanksgiving episode? Nope. It was just cool. an episode. Normal, no theme, there's, no gimmick, nothing. There's no, uh, there's no Thanksgiving in Limbo. By the way, the, 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 the um, star system? Where, where the fuck is Limbo? Because they t say they're able to get in and out of Limbo. They've been, they were uh, far from Limbo. They're not on a planet. Is it a solar system? Um, what is Limbo? I, I think, so, and they do make reference, like, uh, at one point. Is it a galaxy? Um, at one point. They um, might have said it. Poker face does say, oh, God, I got to get out of here. Take me out of limbo. Please, God, get me out of limbo. And before that, they call um, the rest of the characters who don't matter because it's a fucking it's one of the many, 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 many uh, uh, bluegrass episodes. It's like, oh, you got to get here now. And and John Quicksilver has a single line of the episode where he goes, oh, man, we're kind of far away from limbo. <laughs> this kind of. <laughs> That's, like, so out of my way. I don't know if I can swing it. Limbo is, in fact, a galaxy. It is the galaxy. Uh, what's funny yeah, is okay. that Wikipedia specifies this. Despite being in outer space, Limbo has breathable air, and characters <laughs> are seen to fall off their vehicles as if in a I gravity know! field. I know! Thank you, Wiki! I've noticed! In case you were wondering. Great. Th th cool. that's, that's one of the shitty parts about this show, is that... So Morgan and I watched the first two episodes and then a couple just scattered throughout. And the first two episodes suck massive chodes because they're spending so much time and energy explaining, like, everything. Expecting... They explain the... They ex the whole first two episodes are, like, um, are, uh, like, origins and introduce you the characters bit by bit. But the first four minutes before they even do the theme song is they run down all the characters wow. and explain them. They don't need to do the origin episodes. It feels... Why have that four minutes? It feels so much like they're expecting kids in the 80s to sit down in front of their TV with a notebook. Because I'm writing notes about the show and I don't remember parts of it. How the fuck is a kid supposed to remember the 1,000 details? They tell you all of the characters. Well, how do you forget something like molecular? How do you forget Some of molecular? them may stick out. Some of them, hit, some of them really stick in your head. Oh! Molecular! Now I get That's it. That's why he's small. <laughs> That's kind of clever, actually, now that I think about it. Because they also rattle off various, like, planet names. <laughs> Don't don't names? don't 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 sandbag that. That makes me look stupid. Like I actually just realized that. <laughs> don't you think the audience has more faith in your ability no! to not be? That's makes that's fair. No! Actually. That's that's a reasonable assumption for you to make. Actually, now now that now that I say that out loud. Uh, but uh, and also, right. I just read that the um the 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 Hawks base of operation is Hawkhaven. 
Oh my god. It orbits bed bed bedlam. Isn't, isn't that a town in uh isn't in that Jersey? a town in Long Island? Okay. <laughs> Hawkhaven. <laughs> my sister went to college there, yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um The Hawkhaven Falcons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. We we're forty some minutes into this episode and I just want to point out, we've received criticism in the past of not really adequately explaining what the show is about that we watched. So I'm, like, contractually obligated to say thunder, that uh, uh, Silverhawks is, like, what if Thundercats took place in space, right? We've ta- we've said a lot of terms, but that's the best thing you can wrap your mind around. Yeah. Um, funny I bring up Thundercats. Thundercats and Silverhawks are made by the same company. Yeah, no, Rankin it's, Bass it's, Productions. it's pretty apparent. Now, hey, Morgan, besides the obvious segue that I just built through of Thundercats and uh, Silverhawks, yeah. do you know what else Rankin Bass Productions is responsible for? He-Man? Not man, not no, man that's, himself. No, that, that, that's, uh, that's, uh, was it Playmation? That's, a, that's, uh, that's Hugh Hefner's thing. Oh, you're right. Um, no, tell me. So, Rankin Bass Productions is responsible for such shows as you know, Thundercats, but also uh, a Jackson 5 cartoon, a Wizard of Oz cartoon, and most importantly, because I sure as shit don't understand the bridge of how they got from point A to point B here, A Year Without a Santa Claus. What? Really? And yes, that Wait. does mean that this is the same studio that also made Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Frosty the Snowman, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and here comes Peter Cottontail. The studio. I didn't know that. The Wait, studio that responsible some for some of the most influential Christmas movies of all time, the studio that arguably invented many staples of Christmas, are also responsible for Thundercats and, more importantly to us today, Silverhawks. Man, I did know that they were a Rankin Bass property, but I never made the connection that oh yeah, Rankin Bass did does these shows. I am fascinated in how we get from point A to point B here. Well, because I guess the way we do that is they're more than anything else a toy company. That, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it seems like the uh, uh, original guys who made it, um, whose names are probably Rankin and also Bass, uh, really were into... That's what it says in the credits. Stop, you know, stop, mas- stop, stop, mas- stop motion animation. Stop motion is a good word for that. I'm making it up now. That's a new word. Stop. Great. Stop Mation. Hashtag Stop Mation. Yeah. We, yeah. It needs to end now. So says uh, uh, Discovery. Hashtag Stop Mation. Hashtag Blood Nation. So says Discovery. So says Discovery Plus. God damn it. Uh, now, also, I suppose, important to us is that there exists a third side to this two-word title toy-selling action cartoon triumvirate by Rankin Bass. And that is a show that I offer no confirmation that we will ever watch. Tiger Sharks. Not street sharks. Not street sharks. Tiger sharks, which tiger breaks sharks. a bit from the the theme of Thundercat and Silver Hawk, because tiger is not an element that I know of on our periodic table. Thunder isn't an element. Not on your periodic table. Damn, where'd you get the cool periodic table? Uh, I have a science teacher. I, I searched sunglasses. I searched. I searched tiger shocks. Uh huh. Great. Are you getting some car, some sweet car, uh, cars? Thing? Okay, here's the thing. If you Google tiger sharks, what was okay? Okay, what was with the um, what was with the obsession with underwater stuff in the eighties? Why did the, why was that like an equally possible future? Because it was like space it travel. was equally as unexplored. Equally still, as mysterious. It's, it's it's actually more unexplored than True. space kind. Of. Well. Uh, it's still, it's very unexplored. They're we've comparable. seen it. We've, yes. Um, they, like I recently watched. Um, uh, fuck something. Surely, so dirt. We definitely recently watched Silverhawks. Um, Jabberjaw, right? Okay. And that's supposed to take place in the future, and they're just an underwater like like seventies band going from town to town doing shows. With their with their shark uh, uh, curly impersonator, and uh, and and solving mysteries, but what? But like it, they're very clear to say that this takes place in the future. And then you got C Lab twenty twenty, right? Uh-huh. And um, it, it, it's interesting that there was this obsession with the, with the ocean, which I still believe is the answer to all of our problems. And Elon Musk is fucking it for everybody. I, I think even in the early these early times, uh, uh, the ancient times of the seventies and eighties, 
when you looked out your window, you could probably come to the realization of like, yeah, this ain't gonna last. This this ain't this ain't tenable. This whole thing. Damn. Like we know there's gonna be a we gotta go somewhere else. And you know, you don't want to go to space travel is still scary and mysterious. We don't know what's up there. We know we can go underwater, kinda. So why not just do that? Yeah. That's easier. That seems easier, right? Okay. A reasonable so here's what I'm looking thought. at. So here I'm looking at um, the uh, that the, some of the interesting voice things is that uh, Bob McFadden played both Stargazer and Snarf in the Thundercats. What a what an incredible range. And I'm pretty sure I've heard the name Bob McFadden before. That's a haircut I get. He's listed as a singer? Yeah, why not? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Did he do the Cool McCool theme song? The what? Okay, so Cool McCool is a cartoon that I and no one else on the fucking planet has ever seen. Okay. From the the 1960s. And my dad just had a DVD of it, right? Or a VHS tape, and I watched that a A 60s DVD. Yes. I don't know. They, 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 you know. I don't know. Yeah, go on. He was also Linkso and Snarfer, which are apparently different characters. I don't understand several of the words you just he said. He was cool McCool. Okay. Oh, man. So, okay. Let's let, let me. I want to look at the. any. You keep talking while I see if there's any other interesting voice actor notes of Silverhawks. I, I. So I thought about doing that and I realized, like, I don't know. This show is from fucking forever ago. I don't know if I'll be able to pinpoint any of these voices or like recognize most of the things they've been in i did a very cursory research I, a very cursory look in but also by this time my notes were three pages they, deep and i didn't talk about the episodes we watched much like this podcast okay, so we're on well, track here's did. pete canarazzi did uh uh copper kid which is the most italian looking name i've ever seen next to your own jesse thank you but the man tragically does not have a uh, wikipedia page he does not have an... Uh, wait, here it is on IMDb. Yeah, what does that mean? He was in Thundercats. Yeah, they, well, he was, he, like he was a in the, the sound guy. department. He was... The, yeah, he was the sound guy who they just got to do Copper Kid. That's interesting. I guess that makes sense, right? Because Copper Kid just sounds like he's a slide whistle. Oh, my God. Wait, is that true? Okay, wait, I gotta... If it's on the internet, it must IMDb. be. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at the um, IMDb for uh larry kenny voice actor of bluegrass which is definitely going to have the most interesting uh cast notes right <laughs> sure and he's still doing stuff he was in Teen titans go as bluegrass yes as bluegrass no uh, not oh. as bluegrass. You... Oh. i can't believe you've done that to me i think is is it man is it... i see i don't want to oh. like blow my he was lying this isn't true Yes. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I'm looking at this image right now. There's an image behind him, and I think... I'm looking at this image, and I don't want to blow my load, because, like, this might be wrong, but I'm looking at an image of him with uh, Bluegrass and Lionel behind That's... him, in addition to to the Cocoa Puffs bird and Count Chocula. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I want that to be true. I don't... I truly it's don't not, care. I don't know... If it's I don't not. know if... I don't know if it's. I, I, how do you credit commercial serial mascot on IMDb? There's not a. There's not a category for that. No, but there look is. on his Wikipedia Sonny, page, yeah, says known for yes, yes. He was both uh, Count Chocula and Son- Sonny the, the Cuckoo, Cuckoo Bird. Bird, which is apparently that character's name. Yeah, you don't remember Sonny the Cuckoo Bird? Haven't you ever played that um, serial mascot game on? The internet? Fuck, I don't remember any of the names of anything. The, wait, which one? The hentai one? Um, now I don't know if he voiced that one, but that one, I assume exists. No, there was this big serial mascot game. I say big, like it is like a a fucking monumental thing. Maybe it was, I don't know. But I remember playing this like serial mascot, this like serial mascot crossover game online when I was, when I was a kid. And unfortunately I uh, I can't give you any more details about it because I don't remember any of it besides it exists. I had, I, I played this one, like the post serial had a... Um, had a website where you could put your postcode from the serial on, uh-huh. and uh, you'd get points or whatever, and you could use them to train like your gross mutant monster, and then fight with like it. Like post serial Neopets. 
Yes. Wow. Do you think they're into NFTs now too? No. Post serial okay. NFTs. Okay, I'm looking up serial NFTs because that's got to be a thing. No, I can't believe Neo has got into NFTs. I can totally believe it. What else are they doing? I don't know. Do you want to get into Neopets again? Do you want to check up on your Neopets? Like I, like I, like I ever left. Like I ever True. left. All right. True. Hey Jesse. Yeah. Where can they find us? Wait, there's like at least. Well, I. I Wait, you have more? I'm sorry. I didn't. I. Re- I thought we were winding down. What's up? I have just one more thing, and it's kind of just like an open-ended question. Like, do you think that? So like, things are coming back, right? Just generally, yeah. like the, people love the '80s. People bring back shit from the '80s all the time. Do you think Silverhawks has like a chance to ever it like de- resurface? Because it, because um, it, the fuck the show you just talked de- about, the 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 uh, one that referenced that kicked this whole thing off, Solar Opposites. Oh, uh, yeah, Solar Opposites. Yeah, do you think that's legitimately going to cause people like look into this? But more no, than us, no, because everybody thinks it's because everyone thinks it's a Green Lantern joke. So, like I search Silverhawks and no, and nothing comes nah. up. Okay. It's, um. It's it's I'm 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 just like hesitant. The only way it could, because it seems like the thing that sh- rockets the '80s into present culture is Stranger Things. <laughs> so, like, so like if if it shows up in Stranger Things, if just like the dude without collarbones just watches Stranger Things, just what is just watches Silverhawks in Stranger Things, right? Then, 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 then they're just on in the background while he's getting eaten by a demigorgon or whatever the fuck <laughs> Stranger Things is about, right? Just Eleven just like puts on a TV with her brain or whatever, and Silverhawks is playing, and she's like, "I love the Silverhawks. I have all of and their then, merch." And then they'll, and then they'll, and then they'll sell Stranger Things silver, th- uh, Silverhawks, yeah. Silver Things, Stranger Hawks. Silver Things. <laughs> what is it? The town they're in called like Sadie Hawk. <gasps> crossover that's it's okay what if i presented you with one additional piece of information and see if that changes your opinion on if people will ever recognize the show um okay in july 2021 character's name molecular because i already knew in july 2021 it was announced a reboot of silverhawks is in development is it going to be just like that thundercats reboot i have no idea do you know the nacelle company Nacelle? Nacelle, N-A-C-E-L-L-E. Let's check it out. Because they're the ones responsible to. for this. Nacelle. That's, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, the insides of a plane engine for some reason. That makes sense. That's, that's, that's adjacent to silver. Planes yeah, fly much like hawks. Okay. The, apparently that's what, I'm learning that this is what that's called. There's a nacelle engine or something. <laughs> I've, N-A-C-E-L-L-E? That's right. There's nothing else on there. I'm, I'm learning. Sure it's all planes. I'm learning that I've, I've Googled the wrong thing. Nacelle Studio? Nacelle Company? Yeah, Nacelle okay, Company. Okay, that looks right. Oh, this looks like nothing. <laughs> this looks like exactly the kind of company that should be... Um, that should be rebooting uh, Silverhawks. Listen, they produ- they apparently produced the toys that made us. Oh, did they? Yeah, and the movies that made us. Behind the attraction, yeah. it's a lot of like that kind of stuff. So it would make sense for like this company of all companies to to grab this thing that doesn't exist anywhere and be like, hey, let's uh, do this, I guess. Nostalgia bait uh, the company. Gotcha. Hey, listen, it probably makes money. It absolutely does. <laughs> hey Jesse, where? Can they find us? And don't curb me on this one again. Well, uh, for the first time ever, if you sure wanted to, you could find us in real life at our addresses. But besides that, unless you dox us, if you happen to be going to Colossal Con East in uh, September, was it 9th through the 9th through the 11th? Yeah, September. You, that's right. You could meet us on September, on September 11th. September 11th. We'll have a lot to say. Not only that, we're hosting a panel. Can we get our panel? Can we get our panel on September 11th and do like a, like a ten minute like moment of silence at the beginning? <laughs> they do panels on Sunday. We could like I I don't know if we can we, force that, but like that's a that's not an impossibility. Yeah, we're hosting a panel. It's technically an on-air buds production because it's it's we'll, we'll just we'll maybe we'll reveal more details later. But we're gonna have a panel. It'll be fun. If you happen to be in the Poconos or going to Colossal Con East. Then come visit us, or say hi, or don't. I don't know. I won't tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, 
So, uh, but if they don't have the money to fly wherever that is or, like, come to the party Then stop whatever, being fans of us because we don't appreciate poor people. Exactly. But they, we do appreciate followers, uh, clicks on, and, on, on the internet. On yeah. the internet, which you can do so. You can click our internet and follow us deeply and, and personally at Cymorg Comics or at Jper You Know. Or you could do the same thing to the show itself at SMTP underscore show. You can also check out our pet show on Air Buds, which is everywhere that podcasts are, including this one. Uh, and then also follow at SMCP underscore show for updates on this podcast because we update sometimes infrequently. Remember to like, comment, We're share, gonna... give us five stars. We're going to try and do a few more of these. Uh, I moved recently and that was hell on earth. Um, I've, I've been up and down with job stuff. Uh, Jesse got COVID from having sex with 17 furries. I don't appreciate how um, the story is changing. It's it's been the same. This is how fake news. This whole episode. I've just been adding the details that haven't been said yet. It's not changing. I haven't retconned anything. You had sex with seventeen furries in the back of a Seven Eleven outside of a convention center. Fucking Alex Jones O'Hare over here. (laughs) Alex Jones O'Hare. You owe me fifty million (laughs) dollars. So it's well, you'll need every cent of it. Every sense of it to repair your asshole, which has been absolutely spread open by 17 wolf cocks. <laughs> Some of them were horses. Yeah, I mean, Some no. Are... Stop the podcast. Just end the podcast. It's, li- it's libel. It's libel. It's libel. Libel and slander. Libel and slander. <laughs> right. Perjure, perjure, perjure.